It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. to another sparking edition of the Thought Police with me, Mike Graham, and him, Matt Kelly, from Hello. the New European, uh, formerly the editor of the New European. Have you have you found, actually, that your, now that your role has been elevated to publisher, yeah. do you do the same thing that you used to do, or no, do not you do all. a lot less work? No, uh, well, no, I don't do a lot less work. <laughs> <laughs> you just sit in a room. Just in case having, anyone from the business is listening. Having high-level conversations and talks with people, no, I mean. I have Rather got, than what I meant was, yeah. um, so I should rephrase that, a lot less kind of, you know... Um, yeah hands-on work well Jasper the new editor mm. is you know he looks after it from start to finish really the only thing I st- still get involved in is is sort of like throwing my weight in on the uh, covers right which um, I enjoy doing and the covers are great aren't they yeah they'd, so they'd be quite famous for that have you thought some, about doing them as a book or something we should do shouldn't we you think, really you should know, if, it, if it ever sort of stops we should do a new European cover book but it, it, we featured in a um in a uh, an exhibition at the Design Museum oh, really? in London yeah, wow. about uh, political protest, okay, and they had this whole kind of area given over to the New European right. with loads of our covers. So, will you fantastic. do when they have this big march on Saturday? Will yeah. you do something for that? We'll I do mean, a special edition. Yeah, we'll we sell like... foam hands, okay, with bollocks to Boris on it. All right, that's, we that's s- they go down very well. What about the children? And um, doesn't matter. Well, you don't care about no, no. corruption. Well, after you admitted don't that you've now lied to your own children, <laughs> don't care about. You the don't children. mind if they become foul mouth. No, no, I had a great experience at the weekend actually <laughs> talking about sort of mindless and kind of rather ridiculously dopey kids, right? Yeah. My older son, who's 15, um, and three of his mates decided that they wanted to spend the afternoon at the reenactment of the Battle of Hastings, which right. is what we do every year. Right. And I went last year, actually, but I didn't go this year because it was horrible weather. It was actually pissing yeah. it down. Is that at a place called Battle? It is. Yeah, yeah Battle. Imagin- enough, imaginative. Well, I always say to people, why didn't they call it the Battle of Battle, then? Yeah. If it's Battle. Because uh, I battling. assume it was called Battle after the Battle. Well, it? I guess it was, yeah. I mean, it's only a kind of a slightly tongue-in-cheek question. But why call it the Battle of Hastings? Yeah. It didn't happen in Hastings. No. They landed in a place called Norman's Bay, right? which I assume wasn't called Norman's Bay either. Not until Norman the Norman got there. Landed there right? <laughs> so what, did we have a country with no names? Yeah, exactly. I mean, was there no names for anything? Well, the Carthage. I thought the, the Romans beginning. named London, right? London, Londinium, right? Yeah. Didn't they name fucking Hastings? Well, did they? I think it might have been Hastinium or something like that. I don't know. Well, anyway, anyway I let's, let's, let's well, look it up. You can maybe speak. look it up. But anyway, so it was absolutely pouring. Etymology, Hastings. Hastings name, meaning, yeah. hang on, hold on, 
It's uh, habitational name from Hastings, a place in Sussex. Da, 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 da. Old from Old English, meaning the people of Hasta. All right. I don't know who the people. So nothing to do with the Romans then. No. Right. After 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 the. Uh, after the Romans. I mean, it's quite interesting down there because there are, there's like a submerged Norman ship yeah. underneath the beach, sort of uh, along. In know, Norman's Bay? Uh, just a bit further down from Norman's right. Bay. That, that bit's not called Norman's Bay for some reason, <laughs> even though the Normans obviously got there as well. There's one of their yeah. bloody boats is submerged <laughs> underneath the sand. But it's very, I mean, it's great fun, the actual yeah. reenactment, because they have the battlefield where they think it happened. Right. Um, and they have people dressing up, yeah. you know, walking around, the people camping out all night, and it's all done in the same sort of... You know, these these people take it really seriously. Yeah. You know? And they have a beer tent. Do you get dressed up? I don't. I haven't done it yet, no. I mean, I might get that mad, you know, yeah. as I get older. I'm not I'm not into it. My ex-wife used to be massively into going to these things. Yeah. You know, we went to them in America, really? the Civil War reenactments, yeah. Yeah, which are really massively Yeah, no, I've seen know. some of them, I'll tell yeah. you. Uh, and we went to Deal Castle, I remember once, right. um, and there was a lot of people dressed as French soldiers from the 18th century. Right. And we were kind of going, what the fuck is it? Yeah. It is a bit mad, but they yeah. take it really seriously. Yeah, yeah. But in battle, it's kind of a tradition that every year that's what they do. Um, and they do the fireworks instead of on Guy Fawkes in that yeah. part of the world on the anniversary of the Battle of Hastings, right? Yeah. So they then decided they want to go and see the Joker, which ah, has just come out. Which is meant to be brilliant. Which is this new, yeah, they loved yeah. it, yeah. right? But you've never seen anything like the kind of inability to organise themselves as these four. <laughs> I said to them later, because in the end it was only three of them that went, because what had happened was some kid who wasn't supposed to be going turned up right. Right, and wasn't where his mother thought he was. Um, and a yeah. huge row ensued. One of the other kids then got blamed for not allowing him to do whatever he was supposed to do. Right. And... Two of my, my son and his mate turned up at the house, and I said to them, "So I'll, I'll pick you up in the, you know, because I said I'd promised to drive home to Hastings." They were like, "We'll go on the train." I'm like, "It's fine. I don't mind taking you," because I got in a new car by the way. Oh, did you? Nice. Nice. Very nice. That's another we'll story. That, another story I have to tell yeah. you. Um, you know, Britain at its worst. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, so they appear at the kitchen door, and I'm like, "What are you doing here?" Oh, oh well, because <laughs> they start telling me this long, drawn-out story about yeah. this kid. Oh, he's not going to name him who's turned up and his mother's upset and we're supposed to organise a taxi for him to get home. He doesn't live here. He lives about four or five miles away. Yeah. I'm going, look, I'm not interested in any of that. Yeah. Well, are we still going to the cinema? Oh, yeah. We decided to go to the later showing. And right. I'm like, well, hang on. We gave you permission to do the three o'clock showing, which means you're back by six. Yeah. You now want to go to the f- six o'clock showing, which means you're out till nine. Right. That's a very different ball yeah. game. And there are parts of Hastings that after eight o'clock at night, you, you really don't, don't want to go. go yeah. right. And you know what it's like with young, with lads, teenage lads, they get yeah. picked on. Yeah. You know, and they're probably quite capable of looking after themselves. But, yeah. But I just said, all right. So, of course, I go up to pick, to get, put them in the car, go up to pick up the other two. This other kid is still hanging about and there's a big row going on. And one of the kids comes over to me and says, oh, we haven't quite worked out what's going on. I said, look. I'm taking you to the cinema. I don't really care what's going on, but if you don't get in the car now, you ain't going. So so then he gets in the car. Then the fourth one gets in the car finally and says this kind of, you know, rather emotional goodbye to the other kid who's obviously in a lot of trouble, right? And then we're going driving down the road and he's like literally in tears, this kid. And I'm like, what's the problem? He said, oh, I feel like I shouldn't really be leaving on his own. You know, he's going to be in trouble. And I'm thinking, what sort of parents has he got, you know? Um, and then I said, look, would you rather not come? He yeah. said, well, I think I'm going to be in a lot of trouble if I get... I said, well, go, we'll get out of the... Yeah. He starts opening the car doors, we're driving... Like the... I'm like, would you wait till I stop, man? <laughs> I 
them all right. Anyway, so that all happens. So I take them all By the way, do you know... Oh, sorry, go on. Go on, no, Karen. No, I was going to say, you know, we've got a mutual friend in Hastings. Have we? Oh. Nick Fulliger. Oh, really? He's got a... You'd never guess. He's got a... He runs a dim sum restaurant. Does he? He does called Moi. Blimey. M-W-A-H. We should go down there. I'm told it's excellent, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I thought you were going to say... Uh, there was a, there's a woman called Sam who used to be editor of the Lady Magazine who used to work at the Express years ago. I don't no, know if ever worked don't know that. Okay, know and I think she might run some kind of guest house down there yeah. as well. But anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. So I dropped them off and I say to my my kid, I said, well, you know, because I'd said to them before, have you got tickets? No. <laughs> well, I said, well, how would you know you're going to get in? Hmm. Well, we think it will be all right. I said, what you think it was? So you've got hope then? <laughs> I said, what if we drive all the way over there and you can't get in because it's too yeah. bloody, um, you know, full? Yeah. Oh, I said, it's like a Friday, it's a Saturday night, you know, it's raining. Yeah. It's probably going to be pretty full. Hot movie. Yeah. So I said, look, whatever you do, just, um, you know, text me that you've got tickets, right? Yeah. So, of course, what do they do? They don't text me. I go and get petrol, I'm sort of waiting around just in case I have to pick them up and take them back home. So I thought, oh, box, I'll just drive home. I get home. Not only have they not texted me, they've rung their mother. He's rung his mother because they needed ID, because it's a 15. Right. And they actually are all 15. Yeah. But none of them had any ID. Right. So they wouldn't get it. And you're kind of going... So she has to, you know, she had to text him a, a pick his passport page picture. Were we this thick? No. Were we that age? No. Yeah. It gets worse. I go back to pick him up. Um, <laughs> two of them come out. I'm like, where's the other guy? I'm, the only reason I'm not mentioning by names, I don't want to get into trouble. Um, oh, he's gone to the toilet. It was about 15 minutes. I'm parked on like a double yellow line <laughs> with the flashes on. Cab drivers are honking at me. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck is he? Narrow streets. We get him home, right? So I drop him first. The yeah. other one lives somewhere else. I'm like, I'm not taking him home. I said to, yeah. to, um, to Oliver, I said, you can, his mother can come and get him from battle, you know. Yeah. Fine. So I go to the first kid's house. He gets out of the car. I'm sort of doing a three-point turn to drive away. He comes back and he goes, oh, there's nobody home. And I said, uh, have you got a key? No. I said, well, how, why haven't you got a key to your house if you're going out? I said, yeah. well, where are they? I don't know, I'll have to call. They're in a restaurant up the road. Bloody hell. But I said, I'm like, what, you didn't bother to text them to say, I'm coming home, are you there? Or are you in a restaurant, in which case I'll come there? Sounds like a nightmare. It's, abs- it's incredible. And I, they got back, <laughs> I said, you three are like the three stooges going yeah. on holiday. I said, you're about as well organised you know, as a group yeah. of amoebas. How's the car? And they were laughing. The car's great. Is it? It's car's a Range Rover, right? It's a Range Rover Velar, so it's a small, it's not the big right, one, it's right, a sort right. of middle-sized yeah. one, right? Nice. But that's another, you know, story of stories, because they had to, they, you'd think this would be easy, right? Come and take away the old car, Yeah. deliver the new car. Yeah. They only managed to do one of those things. So <laughs> they brought the new car, but it was so long in coming, I had to get, I'm mates in town from, from Scotland, right? And we had to get to Wandsworth, I was with Emma and my daughter, we had to get to Wandsworth across town by like six o'clock. So I said to them, look, I don't want you here later than four, 4.30 latest, because yep. we've got to leave at like five o'clock. The guy turned up with the car at five. Bloody The idiot. first call came at 10.30 in the morning to my home phone, which I never use and I never give to anybody. Luckily, she was in. Yeah. From the guy to say, oh, I've just left Manchester, but the truck's broken down. Oh, for God's sake. And I'm like, well, how is that my problem? Yeah. Get another truck. Yeah. You know, this is a very expensive car that you yeah. promised to deliver me, yeah. delivered to me around about two o'clock. Yeah. Do you and know what, with my Tesla, do you know, yeah. I went there, because you have to go to get your Tesla. Oh, dear. I think you can pay like a grand or something right. to deliver it to you. But you go to this showroom, they sit you down. There's one in Canary Wharf, is that where you went? No, oh, no, 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 it's not, a t- it's not like a, sorry, a showroom's the wrong word. It's like a big source of depot. Oh, right, okay. Right, and you go in and then there's like a cafe area, you make yourself a nice coffee. Mm. And then 
the, a guy just walks you across to your car and it's quite a different car you know there's loads of stuff you've got so they have to show you stuff yeah but yeah. it takes like 10 minutes and then he says on you go you'll find out all but this is, what I, was, this is what I was annoyed about because when the guy I mean funnily enough it's not dissimilar to the car that I gave back because they're both right. made by Jaguar Land Rover so yeah. the, the, a, right. lot of the, a lot of the, the, sort of the you know the knobs and, and all the same, are similar yeah. Yeah. because when the guy brought my Jaguar three years ago he sat with me for about 20 minutes yeah. and just talked me through how to do everything, yeah. which was really helpful. Yeah. But this guy, I was literally right, get it, you know, he's, as he was reversing it off the double lorry, I yeah. thought, sure as fate now it's just going to fall off. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. And it'll, they'll have to take it back, you know. But the other one was the, uh, the guy that was coming to pick up the, the Jag. He texted me at about um, one o'clock to say, I'm on my way to, uh, to come. I said, great, what time are you going to be here? Five o'clock. I'm like, right. sorry, I'm going to have to call you. You know, five o'clock's too late because they'll have to go through the sort of checklist because they're taking a car back. So we'll have to agree if there's any damage that, you know, that we both saw it because they're yeah. going to charge me. Yes, you know? quite, yeah. And that everything was, you know, clean and it was all yeah, fine, you know, because yeah. I've had it done up, you know, I've had it all touched up by some dodgy bloke in Burnley. <laughs> sorry. Because uh, so, they said if you give a lease car back and it's got marks on it, they will charge you the earth. Really? Is I mean, right? I ended up going to court with the people who I leased a Mercedes from years ago. Really? Because they tried to get about four or five grand off me. Because it had you just got a cat, right? Yeah. There was a there was a cat where I lived that used to jump on the back of the yeah. boot. Yeah. And there was a few scratches, right? right. And I'm like, you're not going to charge me for those. Over it's a, having had a car for three years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and they were what charging was... for things like, you know, little nicks on the on the really? wheels. That's yeah, ridiculous. and I couldn't find one set of keys. They tried to charge me a hundred quid for oh, a set yeah. of keys. No, you've got to have both sets of keys. I ended up yeah. going to court. I got it reduced down to about five hundred quid. You know, but anyway, so yeah. I, I ring him. And I say, why, why are you going to? Why is it going to take you? I said, can you not come at even at like quarter to five? You know, just so yeah. that we can have fifteen minutes. No, I said, well, what makes you so sure you're going to be there at five? That is the time I'm going to be there. <laughs> oh, I was like, this is ridiculous. I ended up calling the um, the people in Birmingham who'd organised it, right? Yeah. And again, it's one of these, you have to be on hold. And I was, you can imagine me, and by yeah. this time, I'm, I've got no new car. Yeah. There's nobody coming for the old car. Your Fucking steam is coming out of my ears. Because yeah. also, yeah. the insurance flips, right? <laughs> yeah. So after the new car arrives, there's no insurance on the old car. Yeah, of course, yeah. So I don't want it. Because yeah. I kind of, what if somebody bangs into it when it's parked? That's right. You know? What do you park it off road? Well, I've, well it's, it, I've got a private road. Right, right? okay. So yeah. it, there's a space. You've not, got a private road. Well, I live in a sort of little right, estate, okay. all right, right, which happens to be a private okay. estate. You know, right, sorry. Right, right. Um, and uh, <laughs> so I don't have to park it on the street. I've also got um, an underground car park with a sliding <laughs> with a sliding thing, but I don't like to use it. One because it's so small yeah. that you, it's almost impossible to put a car in there without scraping it. Right. And two. I once got in there and the remote control thing didn't work. Yeah. And I was I couldn't get out. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> and the landlord won't provide me with a proper a second. Yeah. He said there's only one of these. I don't know. I don't, right. I don't know how you get a second one. Right. And I don't know. It's an electronic, you know, buzzer. You yeah. press it, the thing and opens. Thing opens yeah. But I was. I remember. I was. I was still working at the overnight show, right? And I'd driven. I was going. We were going on holiday or something. So I put a car in there. And it closed behind me, and I couldn't get out. I was going click, 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 nothing. And I thought, I tried to ring the landlord. He was going to answer the phone. Yeah. I, I realised I didn't know any of my neighbours to call and say, can you try and get me out of this? And I thought, I'm going to be stuck here all night. Yeah. Literally. No, because I finally somehow... Somehow it managed to make it work. But I, but I took it, no, because I took <laughs> no. it to a shop nearby yeah. later yeah. to say, I think this might need a new battery. They said, oh, the battery's fine. Yeah. It's just not a very good connection. Right. And I'm like, well, what can you do? They said, well, we're not allowed to, to, um, to hack them. You can't make another one. 
it's only got that one um that's it's the only unique one unique to that yeah, yeah that's the only one we're yeah. not allowed to give you a duplicate. of course yeah otherwise you could just burgle yeah it. yeah i mean you know anyway yeah so um so i'm on hold yeah. you know your call's important to us i'm going Eventually, I get through to them. I said, look, I've got to leave. They, this was about 2.30. They said, oh, yeah, all right. Um, we'll see if we can get somebody there before 5. We'll call you back. They never called me back. Bastards. I ring them back again about sort of 4.30. I said, I assume you're not sending anybody. Oh, um, let's find out, shall we? It turns out the guy who was going to come and pick it up was in a minibus full of other drivers who were getting dropped off at various points in London to right. pick up various cars. Amazing. I'm like, haven't you got a better system than this? Amazing. You fucking moron. You know... <laughs> Oh, yeah, he has to get public. Oh, I said, well, maybe I can take the car to him. If he's going to be dropped somewhere at four, yeah. why don't I drive the car to where he's going to be? Yeah. No, that would corrupt. Oh, yeah, system. we'll call you back. Never did. Mm. Do, you, do you think that your problems over arranging the delivery of your brand new Range Rover car might qualify as first world problems? I think they probably do, <laughs> which is why I'm not expecting any sympathy, you know. But, I mean, the problem was that I didn't even get a chance to really properly... Because my plan had been, right, they deliver the new car. Yeah. Emma was leaving to go back to, to the Middle East the next day. I thought yes. we could drive off to Greenwich. There's a lovely pub we used to go and have lunch in. Which, the Trafalgar? No, it's the one... Sorry, not Greenwich, uh, Blackheath. Oh, yeah. It's oh, on the no, top. I know, yeah. It's right, sort of, if you were on I the main road. Oh, OK. Yeah. Well, it's it's the one over on the right-hand side if you're going towards the A2. Yeah, I know. I, you I know, by the pond, there's a pond yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really lovely. Yeah. It's kind of craft pub, but yeah. really nice food. And we used to go there quite a lot when she lived here, you know. Yeah. And so that was going to be the plan, you know, drive the new car, get yeah. used to it, you know, and I'll have a lovely afternoon. Instead of which, I spent most of the afternoon on the phone Arguing and picking things, you know. <laughs> um, and as soon as the car arrived, like, all I could do was drive it into the space where the old car was, move the old one, and just fuck off to the bus stop and go to, go to Ronsworth. <laughs> a nightmare. And you just it's think to yourself, cool. why is it so hopeless? Yeah. Why can't they organise anything in this But do you know what's weird about it? I'm serious point, is that... That process you've been through, mm. someone on the other end of a profit book margin is yeah. saying, look how efficient we are. Yeah. All of a sudden, yeah. we don't pay anybody. Well, anything. imagine if I had a proper job, you yeah. know, and I'm perfectly willing to accept that I don't. But basically, I, doesn't, I didn't have to take yeah. the afternoon off. Yeah. But if I had had to take the afternoon off, yeah. you know... Yeah, what are you meant to do? I'm now going to have to take... Because they're now going to come for the, to the old car tomorrow, right? Which means that I would have had to take another afternoon off because yeah. they can only guarantee to hit a four-hour yeah. window. It's outrageous, isn't which it? Which is so. Yeah. If, you've, if you've got, I mean, people go, "Well, you can't keep taking time off just for this cobblers," you know. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Outrageous. Now, anyway, <laughs> let's have a look at some of the old um, uh, communiques that we've had, shall we? Yeah. What because, do uh, Thought Police Pod? Thought Police Pod dot com. Although, also, some have started coming on Twitter. I've got this one from uh, Becky. Who well, actually, before you do that, oh, go on. because that, I think that one's a proper question, isn't it? I yeah, it is. Want, yeah. I just want to read one that made me laugh. Okay. For all the wrong reasons. Right. Richard Stevenson. Yeah. And he writes, Matt, I've been scoring the podcast since inception. And I've noticed that Mike is beating you 54-0 in terms of arguments won. By my reckoning, Mike Graham is probably the closest we'll get to a second coming. But how do you explain your failure to even get the better of him once? That's a bit harsh. Hang on in there, though. You do hold the title for best joke for the one about Everton's trophy room. Do you remember that? I do remember that one, Two policemen. No, uh, what was it? Two fellas burgled (laughs) Goodison Park last night. Yeah. Into the trophy room yeah. and uh, and made away, and police are looking for two men with a blue carpet. With a blue carpet, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Shocking stuff. Thank you for that, Richard. Well, as somebody said, I don't know if it was us actually, last, was it last weekend or last week when we said that, um, you know, Everton's going to have the best stadium in the championship? <laughs> <laughs> 
also uh, very cruel because yeah. they've dropped down, of course, into relegation territory, haven't they? But have they? Oh, yeah. You're well, because Newcastle beat Man United, so they've dropped into their third from bottom. Oh, my God. Which is causing some consternation to Can Everton. Can you imagine if Everton went down? Wow, especially with all the money they've spent. Yeah, I mean they haven't like done it on the cheap. They it's can't not as if go you can down. say. They're, surely they're too good to go down. Well, well, they're not good. No, no but I mean too. They good. might you be too big there. to go down. Yeah, too big. But, to is, go that, down. but is that the case? I mean, Aston Probably Villa, not. Leeds, Aston Villa went down. Leeds yeah. went down. You yeah. know. Yeah. And also, I think Everton would be the kind of team if they did go down that they wouldn't come straight back up. No. Because they'd lose a bunch of players. Right? God, that would be amazing. And it doesn't seem to be a very well-run place to me. Well, I know Bill Kenwright, who owns it. Yeah, I've heard Bill Kenwright. Yeah, but yeah. I've, I heard that he's not very well. I don't think he is very well. And no. also, Mashiri, the guy who's come in, who's the sort of money man... That's right. Um, ...is obviously a bit of an egomaniac, I think. Yeah. So I don't know how much control Bill Kenwright has anymore. Which would be a shame, because yeah. Kenwright did wonders for them. He did. You know, oh, he did. And he's exactly what you need. You know, mm. He's a guy with he's his a local own guy with ...and he passions. loves the club. You know? he, yeah, oh, he totally does. Yeah, yeah. He's a yeah. really lovely yeah. guy. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, right, we're going to bring you this from. This is kind of harks on from our um, our conversations about extinction rebellion. Oh yes, and it's from Becky, who lives in um, in New Zealand. Hopefully, you and Matt will discuss the red hot fiery planet known as Earth. What will we do? What we do? Will millions of sheep, cows, and pigs? Uh, so it must be with. What will we do with millions of sheep, cows, and pigs when we no longer eat them, and the millions of unemployed airline staff around the world don't have jobs? Which is a pretty good question. Very good question. I mean, one of the things that we have discussed yet properly is the whole kind of, you know, let's all go vegan. Yeah. I saw Chris Packham the other day talking oh, yeah. about that, talking about how he's now mm-hmm. gone vegan, uh, right? Um, and he has all these problems with various people that don't like the way he campaigns. They hang uh, they dead hang crows, dead crows. Yeah, well, because apparently house, he's got some kind of um, policy or he wants something to happen which involves, I think... Not farmers. shooting birds, isn't it? Yeah, not shooting birds. Yeah. Um, which farmers, of course, reserve the right to do because yeah. they say that they endangered their animals or they yeah, steal their crops, crops or whatever. Yeah, like exactly. But there's a lot of stuff that goes on. In, I mean, when you move to the countryside, oh, God, which yeah. I did when I was first married, moved to Wiltshire. Yeah. I was literally like a fish out of water, you know, because I've yeah. lived in I've lived in London, born in London, lived in London all my life. I went to yeah. Bath University, so Bath's quite a sort of cosmopolitan area. Yeah. I moved to this part of Wiltshire that was so dark. Yeah. I couldn't believe I couldn't believe how dark it was. <laughs> it was like there was no lights, nowhere. <laughs> There's no street lights. Yeah. You know, you'd walk out of the house at night yeah. to have a fag or something, um, and you could hear like yeah. sheep screaming. <laughs> Seriously, I'm not joking. <laughs> we walk, I took the kids for a walk. <laughs> what were they screaming? About? They were getting attacked by a fox or something, right? <laughs> I fucking just really didn't take to it at first, right? And we went for a walk one day um, through these fields, <laughs> yeah. and there was a sheep's leg. I'm not joking. <laughs> like from from sort of the knee down, yeah, with wool on it, yeah, right. But it's just lying there. God. So clearly, the rest of it had been eaten or dragged somewhere. Was it in decent enough state? To- it wasn't, there wasn't, no, it? no, there wasn't. It was too woolly, to be honest. <laughs> we were just kind of horrified, though. But it clearly yeah. had been snapped off by yeah. something, right? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, for the first sort of two or three weeks we lived there, and I used to just come there at the weekends, 
I was convinced that there'd be some kind of mad axe man yeah. that would be wandering the kind of the villages because yeah. it was very weird. Yeah. Well, it's the same really in, weird. in um, where I live near mm. Norwich. It's yeah. only like 15 minutes outside of Norwich. Right. And this is the place I stay when I'm working up at uh, yeah. Archant in Norfolk. And uh, it, as you say, you go out and you get out of the car when you get home and the heavens yeah. are just like ablaze yeah. with stars. Oh, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Incredible. It's beautiful. But I haven't heard any sheep screaming. Are you sure? No. Well, maybe they've all been killed. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> like, do you remember Arachnophobia, that movie where they move into the house yeah. and then, and then they, the spiders all go crazy and suddenly yeah. there's no sound of crickets. Right. There's no cicadas. And that's because when you know that they've all been eaten by the spiders. Right, gosh. You know. I'll tell you what, you get a lot of spiders in the countryside. You do. My God. Although I, the biggest spider I've ever seen in my life yeah. was in my bath in London when I came home really? a couple of weeks ago. How yeah. big was it? It was about, like with the legs, it was, a, it, was a, it, was, it was a good sort of size of God. that part back of my hand. It? I put it in a cup and threw it out the window. Did you? I don't kill them. No. My dad always said to me, you shouldn't kill spiders, unlucky. But I think throwing them out into the winter is tantamount to killing them, but just doing no, it they're not. slowly. No, they must be joking. Spiders, Do they like it out there? Well, spiders are... Well, the reason they come in from the cold is because they prefer it in the warm. Yeah. But it doesn't mean they're, gonna, they're not going to die of starvation. Well, they're not... No, spiders are something. No, they're well not in London in the middle of September this or October. <laughs> you know, it's about twelve degrees. It feels cold today. Yeah. Um, no, spiders are some of the most resilient, resilient oh, and, yeah. and clever survivalists. Have oh, you yeah. ever seen like a documentary about what spiders do? No. They're unbelievable. I mean, they will. T- the reason they have a web yeah. is that they like to kill their prey. Yeah. And just leave it there. Yeah. Or to let it sort of even don't even don't kill it just yeah. get it trapped in the web yeah. and sort of eat it bit by bit I mean yeah. they're really cruel do you know an amazing thing I heard about spiders is that you know when they make their web before they go off and make another one they eat that old web they eat the old one really? back and that then becomes gets digested huh. and becomes the new one of the houses web. I lived in in Sussex funnily enough we used to have these garden spiders which are quite evil looking they're yeah. kind of orange and black yes I know the things and they're yeah. not that big yeah. but they make really look like tigers sort yeah. of like, and they, they, stay, they hold in the yeah. middle of the thing but they yeah. make really interesting webs they as look well. fierce don't they, they do yeah. they do yeah but I mean imagine if, if as Becky says all of the people who are involved in the, the, the production of food yeah. based upon yeah. you know carnivores what right? are they all going to do well, what would you do? I mean, if well, you... do you know? I think we'll all be working a three-day week by then. Why? Because there's literally not enough work to go around. Well, then we'll have to work for a lot less money. I mean, who's going to pay you the same money to do less work? Well, I don't unless know. Unless you go to the BBC. But if the profits are the same and it's all mechanised or whatever, you know. Yeah, but it never is, is it? I mean, when we were kids, we were told that we would be hardly working at all. Yeah. You know, <laughs> which <laughs> is probably <laughs> true. <laughs> Certainly, I've worked harder than this. There's no doubt. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, in our heyday of yeah. sort of you know crazed you know newspaper executive style stuff, and even yeah. when I was a reporter, yeah. I was working non-stop. Oh, mate, honestly, it never first, it never stopped. Those years at the Mirror, literally fourteen hours a day, yeah. I mean, every day. Right, and, and then, then you had to go and listen to Piers tell. And then you had to go to the, the pub, pub, yeah, you know? yeah. Where he said, I remember he once said to me um, in one of those little sessions at the pub, he said, "The thing about you is you're great at lots of stuff." But you could never do what I do. <laughs> <laughs> he was brilliant at that. Because in the one hand he's making you yeah. feel great, and on yeah. the other hand he's sort of dashing the cup from your lips. <laughs> what do you mean I could do your fucking yeah. job? But actually, I, very few people could do Piers's job yeah. as he does it. But we've spoken yeah. enough about it. Yes. So what about all the airline staff? What about all the people making cars? I mean, I've been yeah. watching as you have yeah. over the past week the ludicrous, rep- and I actually call it ludicrous reporting as well. 
I don't think we should be giving these Extinction Rebellion people any kind of publicity yeah. at all. No. Listening to them in any way which is serious, in any I way, shape or form. I think they are just absolute showboating clowns. Yeah, you know, I don't well, think... the dancing and the yeah. rave thing. and yeah. the, I mean, they had, one of the guys was on Question Time, right? Yeah. With that sort of funny... I didn't see that. I can't stand Question Time anymore. Oh, it's so bad. Ever it since really they is. didn't put me on a panel. Yeah. <laughs> not well, you know, I was being trained to go on it yeah. years and years ago when I was at the Express. Right. Um, and then I got fired before I could go on it. <laughs> Funniest story of my life. Yeah. And the other guy who was being trained at the same time was Peter Hitchens. Oh, um, yeah. So it was me and him, and yeah. he's been on it a few times. Yeah. He's incredibly sort of... I like uh, Hitchens. I like yeah. Hitchens. I don't agree with the word he says, but no. I, I like the way he... But I love his yeah, logic. about it. And I quite like him on Twitter. He's well, great on Twitter. Yeah. He's quite sort of matter-of-fact. I read all of his tweets in his voice as yeah, well. that's right. Yeah. Well, that's absolutely that's ridiculous. Right. You know. And he's sort of under the shadow of his brother, Christopher, yeah. but he's, he's, he's his own man, isn't he? He kind of admits that his brother's brighter than him as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, I always had a problem with him because when he was in America... Um, and I'm not telling tales out of school particularly. There was he was the sort of Washington correspondent. Ooh, Christopher or Peter? No, Peter. Peter. He was sent out there by. He'd been in Moscow as well. Yeah. Um, and he got sent out to be the Washington correspondent. Developed a sort of pathological hatred of Bill Clinton. Yeah. And whenever he came back to London, he would tell me that he was going to be impeached, and you know that yeah. was going to be. And I was like, that's rubbish, man. You know, yeah. absolute commons. I know American politics better than you. But we still have loads of arguments. But there was a shooting in uh, Florida where a couple of Brits had gone over and hired a car out of Orlando Airport or Miami Airport or something, yeah. driven off and stopped in a lay-by, yeah. which is never a good idea. Oh, I remember this. And they got, they got done by a gang. they got done by a gang. By they basically trips, car- yeah, 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 yeah. carjacked the car. That's right. And it was they, a couple, they got wasn't shot it? in the head, yeah. And they, I think if uh, this is a long time ago, mm. I think they'd just been married or they were just in. Oh yeah, we're talking about when I was foreigner yeah. to the Express, so probably about 96, yeah, 97 around there. it was terrible, there. yeah. Really bad story. Yeah. Anyway... I said, right, well, I think the closest person we've got is Peter Hitchens. Let's send him down there, you yeah. know? Um, not a problem to get from, you know, you can get a flight in a couple of hours if you're there. Yeah. He refused to go. Really? On the grounds that it was too dangerous. Really? To go to LA? To go to... No, this was, no it was uh, Florida. Florida, that's right, it was. I said, are you fucking joking? Yeah. What do you mean it's too dangerous? It's not a war zone you're going to. It's Florida. <laughs> Well, people have been shot. I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, that's the story. He wouldn't go. That reminds me of when Richard Wallace, who was uh, the editor of the Mirror at yeah, the time, yeah. and then he before he, he became was the guy that took off over yeah, the right. Well. So when he was, um, but before that, he, he was, was like the US was... correspondent. Oh, he was. That's right. And he yeah. bought himself. I just remember Dickie won't mind me saying this, but he spent an age finding the right flat in apartment oh, I'm sure, in Manhattan. Yeah. Yes, you know. it's very important. Couldn't really do anything no. until that had happened. Right. Finally, found that, and it was basically the first time that we got the chance to getting to do a story yeah. after about three months in New York, settling in. Oh, you've just reminded me that I went to New York um, at the, during the period he was there, and we had yeah. lunch in PJ Clark's. Uh, so I had a great time with Dickie yeah. one, one night in a club yeah. in New York. But anyway, this this restaurant had, had made something they called the Kobe Burger. Oh, know, I know, yeah. Which was made out of Kobe beef. Kobe beef, yeah. And it was $50. That's the stuff De Niro sells. That, That's right. Uh, he's banned Trump from eating. It's like the most expensive, best, and they yeah. feed the cows on beer or whatever. Anyway... So we said to Wallace, right, mate, can you just... It's a dead simple job. It's down the road. Yeah. Right? Can you go down? It was a Saturday morning. Go down. Yeah. Get the chef. It's all been set up. Go and eat one of these Kobe yeah, yeah. burgers. Get, get your the phone, to get your photo well, taken yeah. and just write, tell us what he was like. Right. And, and he said, I can't do it. And we said, Richard, you've got to do right. it. You've got, Piers really wants it. He said, I can't do it. I'm playing tennis in the Hamptons this afternoon. <laughs> He was, anyway, your, we he, was your kind of, he was your gentleman reporter. We he? got our revenge because he went down and he, like, he flashed in, took a bite of this thing, got his photo sh- taken, then right. buggered off to the Hamptons. 
and there was a, so there's a photo of Richard Wallace with his mouth wrapped around this huge burger, and every time he was mentioned in the news or the trade press, or anything, this was the photo we'd send off to the press because I mean, again, without wishing to make light of a bad story and everything terrible, but I remember Piers going absolutely apeshit on on nine eleven when Andy Lyons, who was the New York correspondent, yeah. Were, but wasn't in New York yeah. Cause, because he had gone over there with his family and with yeah, his kids and generally right. speaking with kids you don't really want to live in Manhattan so he lived in Connecticut he went up so and of course yeah, it sure. happened um, on sort of I think was it a Monday it wasn't a Monday was it I can't remember yeah. but it was um, it was at 9 o'clock in the morning that's anyway, right and he wasn't in Manhattan yeah. and he was in Connecticut and I remember yeah. Peter going why the fuck you know is yeah, our New York correspondent not in New York, York. Yeah. What's he doing Andy Lyons had pulled off the best thing but I think it's one of the, I tell people yeah, this great all guy. the time he, he, what Pierce said, get an interview with Bill Clinton. I can't remember, I think it was after the, after, he must have just finished his presidency, or yeah. maybe it was the, anyway, Clinton was staying in this, in his private house somewhere, yeah. upstate New York, I think it was, and it was snowy, right. so it must have been around the time of the inauguration, yeah. it was snowing down, and Andy stood outside his door for five days, right. Right? and the Secret Service are there and everything, and eventually Clinton said to one of his Secret Services, who the hell is that, <laughs> is that guy? It he is the power of the doorstep, isn't it? And uh, the guy said, he's a he's a bloke from the Daily Mirror mm. in London. And Clinton said, for Christ's sake, get him inside and give him what he wants. Yeah. You know, and he got the interview right. and it was world exclusive. Brilliant. Good report. Yeah, no, Andy's still really good. Really. And he left the business for a while, didn't he? Went into PR for a bit. That's hated right. it. Yeah. Absolutely hated yeah. it. And now yeah. he's back. In fact, I ran into him a few weeks ago um, at Mickey Brennan's... Um, uh, picture exhibition. Oh yeah, because I've forgotten that they work together in New York. Because you kind yeah. of forget that the That's people's right. lives overlap. Um, and funnily enough, it was the day of the Ben Stokes story. Oh yeah, you know where yeah. we had a very interesting conversation about the way the media now is. And yeah. he was of the opinion that um, he said, you know, nowadays the Mirror could never have run that yeah. without going to Ben Stokes. Yeah. And in fact, they put it up on their online page. Yeah. But as soon as his statement came out, they just pulled it. Yeah. And I was going. I fi- and I was saying, I find that so. Strange, but I can understand which, uh, it. No, I totally yeah, get it, yeah. and I don't think it was the wrong decision or yeah. anything like that. But I, I mean, I think it kind of proves why. Certainly in my case, anyway, I don't know about you. My news judgment would would not work. Yeah, maybe now in a newspaper, you know, if I was you'd be the too gung ho. Yeah, because I might be just too gung ho. I mean, yeah. I'm already much more. I mean, I'm much more kind of soft around the edges we may not believe that than I used to be <laughs> no I do no, I because, remember because yeah because of course on the um, on the radio you can say something and it's yeah. it's there yeah so you've got to you, just you know you have to be so be careful game, yeah. about how you talk to people yeah, yeah, yeah. and what you say I mean funnily enough when I was talking to Alistair Campbell he used the phrase spaffed up the wall yeah and I said we don't use that kind of language in the independent republic yeah and he said well the Prime Minister shouldn't have said it then yeah and I said well of course he denied saying it even though there's a recording of him saying it <laughs> yeah. we sort of had a laugh about that but you know you just yeah. have to be so careful about yeah, yeah, what yeah, you, yeah, yeah. how you regard people now and there's yeah. all kinds of areas that you just don't go the other great thing about Andy Lyons was he, he was a massive Chelsea fan. He was. is a massive Chelsea Still fan. Still is, yeah. And, but every job he went on in the States, no matter, it didn't matter what it was, mm. he would be photographed wearing a Chelsea shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, he'd go on the world's biggest yeah. roller coaster, there's Andy in the front in a Chelsea shirt. Right. He'd be interviewing Bill Cosby, you know, there he is yeah. in a Chelsea That's shirt. That's very Till funny. Piers kept saying, can you tell him to take that fucking Chelsea shirt <laughs> off? It's not the story. Funnily enough, I've got a picture of him in a Chelsea shirt and he's leaving too because he left the Express to go to the mirror yeah. and at his leaving do we had it I think in Stanford's wine bar which was near the old express building yeah, yeah. and we went off to Chinatown as you do you know yeah. um, drunkenly and at one point um, somebody came in that we didn't realise was coming 
And they went, where's Andy? Yeah. And we looked over there and he was lying face down <laughs> and behind the table wearing a Chelsea shirt. He'd <laughs> <laughs> had too much already. It was brilliant. And we were demanding... Have you ever done this? If you go to Chinatown, you demand the Chinese menu. Yes. So that they bring you what's on the Chinese menu, yeah. which is separate from the regular menu. Yeah, yeah. And they have things like snake yeah. and eels. Chicken claws and stuff. Yeah, like, like chicken's feet. Yeah, I mean, exactly. really weird. And you yeah. can only eat it when you're drunk. Yeah. You know, but it's quite yeah. good fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll definitely. have to do it one day. Do you know what she was, uh, Becky? Becky was in New Zealand, wasn't she? Yes. So she said, I've got... I've never yeah, we haven't really answered the question. I'm told this is a true story, yeah. it, and this will be the only occasion where New Zealand and and lambs and pigs are relevant in one joke. <laughs> okay. But I'm told this is true that England played a friendly in New Zealand right. once part of sort of southern hemisphere. You're talking about so football? England football, right? Too, and it was when Gascoigne was playing, right? So the England okay. team was staying in this very nice hotel, and they're all called the All Blacks, aren't they? They're still called the All Blacks. What they? the football team? I think so. I'm not sure about that. Well, they play black. Anyway. Yeah, they may, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. About that. Anyway, so Gaz is uh, sitting there having his breakfast, right? And everyone's eating their breakfast. And the waitress comes to Gaz and says, what would you like for breakfast? Right? Right. So Gaz says, I'll have the full works, love. said, uh, sausages, bacon, eggs, mushroom, right. beans, right. hash browns, toast, right. white and brown, yeah. jam, marmalade, a lot, everything. Throw it, just throw it all in. And the woman says, write it all down. And then she comes back from the kitchen with this heaving plate of food and puts it in front of Gaz And she says... Here's everything, Mr. Gascoigne, except I'm sorry, the chef says today we have no bacon. Right. And Gazza looks at it and says, Are you telling me in a country with 14 million fucking sheep in you, no bacon? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. That um, is very funny. Right. That is a good way to end. <laughs> uh, this has been the Thought Police. We'll see you next week. See you next week. By this time, I'm, I've got no new car. Yeah. There's nobody coming for the old car. Your fucking steam is coming out of my ears. Because yeah, also, yeah. the insurance flips, right? <laughs> yeah. So after the new car arrives, there's no insurance on the old yeah, car. Of course, yeah. So I don't want it. Because yeah. I can't... What if somebody bangs into it when it's parked? That's right. You know? What, do you park it off-road? Well, I've, well it's, it, I've got a private road. Right, right? OK. So yeah. it, there's a space. You've so, got a private road. Well, I live in a sort of little right, estate, okay. all right, right, which happens to be a private okay. estate. All you know, right, sorry. So I don't have to park it on the street. I've also got um, an underground car park with a sliding <laughs> with a sliding thing, but I don't like to use it. One, because it's so small yeah. that it's almost impossible to put a car in there without scraping it. Right. And two, I once got in there and the remote control thing didn't work. Yeah. And I was, I couldn't get out. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> For a walk one day um, through these fields, <laughs> yeah. and there was a sheep's leg. I'm not joking. <laughs> like from from sort of the knee down, yeah. with wool on it. Yeah. Right. But it's just lying there. God. So clearly the rest of it had been eaten or dragged oh. somewhere. Was it in decent enough state? To... It wasn't. There was, no, it? no, there wasn't. It was too woolly, to be honest. <laughs> we were just kind of horrified though. It clearly yeah. been snapped off by yeah. something, right? Yeah. yeah. And you know, I, for the first sort of two or three weeks we lived there. And I used to just come there on the weekends. I was convinced that there'd be some kind of mad axe man yeah. that would be wandering the kind of the villages because yeah. it was very weird. He said, I can't do it. He said, Richard, you've got to do right. it. Piers really wants it. He said, I can't do it. I'm playing tennis in the Hamptons this afternoon. <laughs> Are you telling me in a country with 14 million fucking sheep in you, no baby? <laughs> 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.